You're listening to Insights for Living with Pastor Boju Oyemade. Pastor Boju is the senior pastor of the Covenant Nation. Do you reside in the beautiful city of Abuja? Have you always wanted very practical faith teachings and insights for living? Have you always wanted to listen to Pastor Boju Oyemade teach live? If you answered yes to the questions above, you are in good company. Come and listen to Pastor Boju Oyemade Sundays at 9 a.m. and every Thursday at 6 p.m. at the Ladi Kwali Conference Center, Sheraton Abuja Hotel. The Covenant Nation is now in your city. If you didn't know, now you know. Did you know that the Covenant Nation now has two centers in the city of Ibadan? Yes, we do. Every Sunday from 9.15 a.m., we experience a refreshing time in God's presence as well as practical insights from God's Word at our Ring Road Center, Viva Cinemas at the Palms Mall, Ring Road, Ibadan, and at our Samonda Center, Filmhouse Cinema at the Ventura Mall, Samonda, Ibadan. The Covenant Nation is now at a center near you. If you didn't know, now you know. See you in church. All right, so this um, evening I want to take my time and share on something that I believe will radically change and transform as we build on this, your Christian experience. Um, it's an understanding, all right, that I have labored with for years, all my Christian life. And um, God showed me certain things. All right. But just to show what we're teaching, even though we said we shouldn't say morning, we put up the confession before people, and people were looking at the confession, but they still said morning. In other words, it wasn't your conscious mind making the confession. It was your subconscious. Do you see what was in here? Where anybody looking at you will think that you are reading it, you actually were not reading it. You are speaking from memory, what was within your subconscious, all right? And that's why it came out that way. All right, so this evening, the first thing I want to establish is this, and I want us to follow this carefully. Uh, we must, first of all, understand the true nature of man, how we really are constituted, and then we'll see how God wants to wants us to cooperate with him in order to get things done. Now, what, where we're having this conference is that people did have things that they believed God for this year, uh, things within their heart. And as the year has been going on, it is important, even in football matches, have time, you rest, all right? You get re-energized in order to come out and play the second half stronger. And so this is a conference that will just shed some light on some significant truths in the Word of God so that where you needed to make the adjustments, the necessary adjustments, you make them. And then you can have more of the expression of the Holy Spirit on the inner side of you. So I'll start off by saying, uh, talking about the fact that we must understand the true nature of man. There is what the scripture calls the outward man, 
and words also in the same sentence called the inward man. So you have the inward man, and then you also have the outward man. And so what Paul was talking about in Romans 7 was that I delighted in the law after my inward man. But when it was time to execute, he bypassed the activities of the inward man, for he had no knowledge of that, and tried to express what the inward man desired plainly through the outward man, and he was frustrated. This basically is the real story and true narrative behind frustration in life. In other words, people have visions that are embedded in the inner man, and then what happens is they try to execute just with the outward man. People say that they are very busy, they are doing several things, because it is an outward, all right, the outward man is the one carrying out these things. But all these activities make absolutely no impact in terms of bringing about progress for the fulfillment of what the inward man really wants. And so a person has to step back and understand God's wisdom on how that inward man operates then after the inward man has fulfilled that particular vision within, let me repeat the statement, after the inward man has fulfilled and completed the vision within by the Holy Spirit, then he has entered into a place of rest. And then the outward man carries out the necessary steps as dictated by the inward man and fulfills it. Let me repeat what I'm saying. That things have got to happen twice. They happen within you first, and once it has, you've experienced it within you, and it has been done, that's what God said, or it tells us in Philippians, it is God who is at work in you, both for you to will and also he's at work in you to do of his own good pleasure. Now, once it has been done, then the previous verse tells us in verse 12, it says, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. So you are working out what God has worked in. Do you get it here? Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay. You are quiet. First Peter, Peter talks about this inward man and calls him the hidden man of the heart. First Peter chapter 3 and verse 4. But let it be the hidden man of the heart in that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit. The hidden man is very quiet. When it's getting things done, people don't know. It's done, so to speak, in silence as compared to the activities of the outward man. 
In other words, if I go about this the spiritual way, I should already have preached this message. I should already have experienced its results in the lives of the people. I should know already how the trajectory in the lives of people will go after this conference. And I labored to get into that. So preaching here, all right, is simply an outward experience. Are you following me? I'm only watching out a salvation that God has worked on the inside of me. So Peter calls it the hidden man of the heart. Paul calls it in 2 Corinthians 4 and verse 16, the inward man. Now put it up. For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perisheth, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Next verse 17. It says, for our light affliction, which is for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at things which are seen, so the inward man is looking at things, but the things which are not seen, for the things that are seen are temporal and you are subject to change. What will they change into? They will change into what the inner man is looking at now. So the last six months of this year, what is your inner man looking at? We'll get into it. That's why it says, we all with an open face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. This is the deepest message I've preached in my life, even as I'm preaching it now. All right? That we all with an open face is the inward man. All right, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, we are changed into the same image. In other words, the inward now from the inside, the outside is now changing to take the shape of what is on the inside. So we have seen that the inward man can see. He is a complete man on the inside. You have two eyes, two sets of eyes, let me say that. This physical one, and then you have the eyes of the inward man, which to many Christians is still completely closed. In fact, most Christians, 99% is an outward man expression. It's not the inward man doing things. The inward man can see. That's why Elisha prayed to God, open his eyes that he may do what? See. And the minute he saw, it was over. The inward man can smell. Paul said it's a sweet-smelling savour unto God. The outward man eats bread. The inward man eats also. That's what Jesus was saying. Man shall not live by bread alone, outward man, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God, inward man. When he has prepared a table before you in the presence of your enemies, inward man. In other words, things are happening and the person is laughing. Everybody says, look, there's trouble going on. Look, what's going on? What's going to happen? He says, we know what is going to happen. We are eating on what you are about to see. 
Do you get what I'm saying? We are feeding on it. And because of that, our cup runs over. So there's the inward and the outward. And that's why Jesus said, the Father desires worship from the inward man. Not just an outward man expression, but he wants an inward man connection. Now the outward man exercises. There are gyms springing up everywhere now. That's outward man what? Exercise. Now, you know if you don't eat and you don't, you know, it's over. Uh, do you understand what I'm saying? Now, if you don't eat for, fifth, for, for even one week, when you are coming to church, this is how you will walk in. Gently. Why? Because your strength is what? Low. Spiritually speaking, many people too are like this. And what they are trying to carry the vision is 50 kg. The last time they ate spiritual food was 12th of December or during lockdown. That's when they ate last. So there are two men here, right? The outward, and sometimes they say, well, how can a Christian behave like that? That's outward man. And the inward man. Now, if you don't understand these dynamics, then the whole Christian experience is a form of godliness. In other words, you are putting up an act. So what do we mean by exercise? Let's see what it is. First Timothy chapter 4 and verse 6. And what I want to teach here is the spiritual exercises in order to fulfill the vision that is before you. That the inward man carries out. Are we together? All I said now is not difficult. There is the hidden man, there is the outward man. When the rich man died, the body dropped. That's the outward man was gone. The hidden man was, went to hate. Lazarus went to Abraham's bosom. They had consciousness there. Do you get what I'm saying? You can dress up this outward man and you can dress up the inward man. Why does it tell us put on the garment of praise? It's an attire. Why does it say put on the whole armor of God? Is it physical? You wear it. In fact, it tells us this on my message in Isaiah. It said the type of people you attract in life shows what you are putting on. It says, for when you wear these garments, no uncircumcised will come into you again because of what you're wearing. So first Peter, sorry, first Timothy chapter 4 and verse 6 to 7. If thou, brethren, Sorry, verse 5. Let's start from verse 5. Oh, it's from 5, word of God and prayer. All right, next verse. If thou, brethren, put remembrance where you good minister, nourish up the words of faith, good doctrine, wherein thou hast attained. Verse 7. Refuse profane and old wives' fables and exercise thyself. That's not physical exercise. 
Paul said, I've exercised myself that I may be free of all offense. That's not physical. He says, exercise yourself unto godliness. The word godliness means godlikeness. In other words, it takes an exercise to begin to be like God. Now, next verse, to show you the spiritual exercise, it says, for bodily exercise. Do you see it? That is, there is an outward man who does bodily exercise. There is an inward man who does spiritual exercise that produces godliness, which means it makes you like God. It says, bodily exercise profiteth little, but godliness, that's that spiritual exercise. Do you see it? Having the promise of the life that now is, and also of that which is to come. Now, just because it's not my message. Verse 15, I believe, you now told us about this exercise. Meditate upon these things. Give yourself, not in a divided way, but wholly to them. Now, the spiritual exercise is that you are meditating on certain things. And while meditating, you are giving yourself wholly to those things. We'll see it. That thy profiting may do what? Appear. So in order for things to appear, you have got to meditate on what you want to cause to appear. That's why it says, our light affliction, or rather, with an open face, beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image. In other words, what we are looking at is what we are going to be changed to. What you are looking at with the inward man is what? So I want to ask you, what are you looking at? Now, once you have seen it within, in meditation there, look, there is nothing that can happen on the outside that can stop it from happening. There is no witchcraft power that can break this. You know, there are people who do witchcraft, witchcraft, so I've told you. A lot of witchcraft we say in Nigeria, why is witchcraft not affecting people? Is it that demons respect winter or what? Look, all this, you, most people don't think. Let me tell you, they don't think. The inward man is the one who thinks. So what, what, I mean, when do witchcraft? So when the white man came, he, when he came, ah, and he brought the camera and will take photograph. And then at the end, he'll bring it out and say, this is the photograph. What? Ah. So the people said, I said, Jehovah, in other words, that my, let's just say village people, household warfare, family warfare, has nothing on photography. We cannot tamper with it. Once you pose like this and they take your photograph, no witchcraft can stop you for the photograph from appearing with you like this. In other words, what they were really saying was that once the negative is like that, then the actual photograph will be like that. Once he has, what you are seeing inside your inner eye is like that, there is no force that can stop what? Now, what the force tries to do is to stop you from seeing. That's why the God of this world blinds the minds of them. So that the inner man is not in the game. And with most Christians, the inner man is not in the game. The inner man is supernatural. 
He is not bound by time. So the inner man, so the inner man does a spiritual exercise so that you can you experience on the inside first before the outward man now carries those things out. That's why in Psalm he says, blessed be this man who delights in the law of the Lord. On this law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted. At the end he says, whatsoever he does, doeth. Because what he's doing is what he has seen on the inside. That's what Jesus was saying. Whatsoever I see my father do, I go and do it. So the inner man designs, says, this is where we're going. He builds the design, secures what we'll call the raw materials for the fulfillment of that particular thing, and then the outward man builds. The most valuable work is this inner man work. Even let's just look at it, even in society here. All right? The architects, the engineers, structural engineers, they're going through the design, design the entire building. That's inner man work. When they have finished all the design and all of that, then they get higher laborers to come and build. The people who are building according to that pattern are paid far less than the people because more work is done in this inner man. Do you get what I'm saying? Engineers will design cars, and they'll do that, then put it in the plant, and then get outward man to be, fix the plant or to fix up the car. So we saw yesterday that God, first of all, in Genesis 1 or 26, he says, as a statement, let us make man in our own image after our own likeness. So he said, let's make man. And that was clarity of purpose. In other words, first thing is, this particular thing, and you have to do this internal work. This particular thing, do not dodge it. Don't say that it's too tedious. If you don't do this work here, then you, your outer man is confused. All right? The first thing you establish is, this vision that I'm talking about, to what end and to what purpose will it serve on the earth? In other words, what you are saying is that faith will work by love. And love as defined in Galatians there, it says do not use your liberty in that same um, chapter as an occasion, to serve, to, an occasion for the flesh, but in love to serve one another. Faith will work on a love-based project. Faith is going to work on what is called love-based project. In other words, what you have to clarify in your heart is how is this thing you have to think through. It cannot just be because, you know, of self, all right, uh, just your selfish, the Holy Ghost is not going to work that way. All right, how is it going to be of benefit to humanity? Which means how are people going to benefit from this? This thing that I want to do, how is it going to? Is it I just want to do something to, to get wealth, all right? Or how is it the seed of life is? How is this thing going to be of benefit to humanity? In other words, I can now in meditation reimagine the landscape with people benefiting from this thing. 
So let's say somebody just make it easy, wants to create the iPod and everybody was carrying, all right, records at that particular point in time or CD players and they were counting many and he reimagines the world and sees people now just with one iPod inside their pocket. All the stress is gone. Everything is gone. There's nothing like we are looking for. Where did you put that CD? There's nothing like, oh, the record has scratched. He has re- that idea has relieved people. The seed of greatness is in love. Love means service. You have to think through. Alright? You can't just say that I want to do it. You have to think through. How is this going to be of benefit? Alright? And if you sit down with Jesus and start meditating, you'll start having light. Did you know that the Covenant Nation now has two centers in the city of Ibadan? Yes, we do. Every Sunday from 9.15 a.m., we experience a refreshing time in God's presence as well as practical insights from God's Word at our Ring Road Center, Viva Cinemas at the Palms Mall, Ring Road, Ibadan, and at our Samonda Center, Filmhouse Cinema at the Ventura Mall, Samonda, Ibadan. The Covenant Nation is now at a center near you. If you didn't know, now you know. See you in church. Do you reside in the beautiful city of Abuja? Have you always wanted very practical faith teachings and insights for living? Have you always wanted to listen to Pastor Boju Oyemade teach live? If you answered yes to the questions above, you are in good company. Come and listen to Pastor Boju Oyemade Sundays at 9 a.m. and every Thursday at 6 p.m. at the Ladi Kwali Conference Center, Sheraton Abuja Hotel. The Covenant Nation is now in your city. If you didn't know, now you know. This podcast is brought to you by the Covenant Nation. For more information, visit www.insightsforliving.org. Thank you and God bless.